0: Yo, what's good? It's your boy, South 706 The Bandalorian on Twitter. This committee podcast, we have Marcus Sniffles and special guest uh, Rev Run on Twitter. She's been on a couple times. Uh, One of our uh, sports, I guess, sports analysis that we bring on the podcast. Uh, We actually had a lot of other different topics set up for this podcast, but of course, everybody knows the very tragic tragic news of the passing of uh, NBA legend Kobe Bryant, along with uh, seven other people. So... It's a very uh, sad day for not just sports fans, but just fans of great people, which Kobe Bryant was, and uh, definitely caught a lot of people off guard. I'm not one of those people that, you know, take p- things at face value when I see them on Twitter initially, because it's just you know, Twitter's Twitter. People make up crazy stuff, but uh, this is one of the crazy things that can be true. So, you know, blessings up to him and his family, the family of uh, those that were lost. Um. Uh, It's it's crazy. Because, I mean, this was, I guess, our generation's uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, The closest thing we'll get as far as his game and how he modeled his game and his mentality, even though there are other players that have more better physical specimens than Kobe Bryant. He just had that, you know, the mom mentality, you know, Kobe system, all that stuff that just set him uh, cut above. Uh, If if you kind of want more insight to his mindset, I can't think of the name of the book, but I've talked about it before. But it's the book about his trainer and how uh, ferocious of a competitor and trainer that Kobe was with his approach to the game. So I'll definitely get that out there, but definitely check that out. I Never really committed to a basketball team until recently. uh, And it is the Lakers. And it was more or less not because of the whole LeBron signing thing, you know, whatever, because he's going to be gone one day. But the reason that I decided to commit to the Lakers was because mainly of Kobe Bryant, the player and person that he was, and just his mindset, his tenacity. You know, what I'm saying that's that's a mindset you can take into any realm, whether it be business, you know, music, marketing, anything you want to do. If you have that mindset, then nothing can stop you in that drive. Then that that's something that ultimately, you know, will live longer than sports, which is a, a big part of his legacy. So, um, R.I.P. Kobe Bean Bryant. Uh, what did you guys' takes?
1: Uh, I know when
0: uh, I first like saw it
1: on Twitter, it was uh, it didn't seem real because I wasn't I wasn't getting it from any like reputable source or anything. It was just a random person was tweeting about it, and so I went to like type in his name in the search bar, and I was trying to refresh my timeline, but Twitter was down at. Like at that exact moment at the same time. So I'm like, all right, so this must be fake. This ain't real. And I kind of went on about it. And then, like a minute later, one of my homeboys texted me saying Kobe Bryant died. I'm like, nah, bro, that's just people on the internet talking. Like, that's just not real. And then he sent me like screen caps from like actual newspapers and like TMZ and like verified sources. I'm just like, Hold up, what? And then I went back to Twitter and it was back working again. And I just kept seeing just RIP code grind like all up and down the timeline. I'm just like, this is unbelievable. It's like like I feel like I just seen seen him on TV the other day when uh when LeBron was like he passed him to be the third all time leader scorer.
0: For the Lakership. Yep.
1: Yeah, for the like I like he was just on TV the other day. Like it's 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 an unbelievable thing, you know, and it's 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 something that you just keep you keep going through the timeline, you keep refreshing it, and you like go to his page and you're just like waiting for it to be like, nah, this ain't real. You know, it was it was someone else, it wasn't his helicopter, it was it was a different person, or there was no helicopter. like and that's just I don't know, man, that shit, it's, this is one of those, like, if you, you if you grew up on the internet, this is one of those athletes where, like, you see, that you, like, his whole career is on YouTube and on the internet. We all grew up watching him, and for him to just be gone at 41 is, it's like, it's just, it just leaves you, you just, there's really no words to it, you know, it's, it's a tough one, this one, this one. And, this is this is one of those hard ones like and it's it sucks because like just last last year like nipsey hustle was gone and that was a tough one that was a real tough one and now this one is just like what the fuck man like
0: well real quick before keon jumps i just want to you know get <clears throat> pay respects to the rest of the the people that were lost uh John Altabelli, his wife Carrie, and daughter Alyssa were also lost in that uh, tragic helicopter crash. So, RIP to them and their family and their loved ones. So, it, it, it is crazy because I you know a lot of people are like, hey, you know, we're never going to get a Hall of Fame speech from Kobe. Like, Kobe, Kobe could have been an executive. Like, he literally could have been anything that he wanted to be. And it, we would all been greater for it seeing it uh, in real life as far as anything he would have contributed to the NBA or just sports analysis in general so i mean we 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 all lost a lot like i I know it's selfish to say that but it's just a testament to his greatness as a person not just an athlete so um yeah it's uh it's it's definitely crazy uh kiana what are your thoughts on this
2: uh it's been a weird day um to be honest uh I remember my friend tweeted, well, she sent it in our group chat. And another one of my friends was like, girl, shut up. That's that's not funny. Like, don't say that. And uh, I just kind of ignored it. because it's, it's the internet. The internet's weird. Um, and then it was, like, true. And even now, like, it's been, I don't know, seven hours, eight hours. It's still a weird thing to think about. Like, your brain doesn't even process Kobe Bryant is not here anymore. And then even outside of Kobe, like Gigi, I always talk about how like Gigi, I couldn't wait to own a, a, a Bryant jersey that I could be proud of. There was no way I was putting on a Kobe Bryant jersey, <laughs> but I could finally wear a Bryant jersey that I could be proud of. So um, she's only 13. It's kind of weird not to, it's kind of weird to know that she like, won't ever go to UConn or like even who No, but she never even committed to UConn in my mind. She was just going to UConn. Um, she'll never like play for the Sparks or I don't know. It's just a weird thing to think about. Kobe Bryant was not a person in my brain, like I don't know, I feel like Kobe Bryant out <laughs> Kobe Bryant was supposed to outlive me. And so now that he's not, it's it's strange.
1: Yeah, that, that was the uh the thing that kinda hit me the hardest, especially like being a being a parent and, and hearing that his daughter was on the the helicopter with him and her being like 13 like being 13 is nothing like you haven't done anything you haven't you haven't lived life you haven't experienced like she's probably experienced more things because her dad is kobe bryant and have you know they have money and stuff like that but like you really haven't experienced life you know you haven't even really got to even scratch the surface of that and even kobe bryant at 41 like 41 is not that old to be gone like it's not old at all it's and i think it's for for uh sports sports fans we kind of get it in our head that age is is different it's it's not the same in real life like when you're when you're talking about in 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 the realm of sports you know you talk about like a running back who's 28 you're like oh he's getting old you might want to start looking at his replacement 28 is not old 28 is really young and Forty-one in regular life—that's so you're still young. You're still out there living life, still learning, still growing, still like loving and and living. You still have—he still had a long life ahead of him, and his daughter did too, and all the other people on that on that on that flight. And like he—he was—he was doing a lot of things outside of basketball that were somewhat important. Like he was. He was a big uh, supporter in the in the WNBA, as far as like being one of the people that was going to help bring that league up. As far as you know, uh, he was at the games, he was tweeting about it, he was talking about it, and that's something that a, a smaller, less popular league would need. Is like you need someone that has a big platform to kind of lift you up, and he was one of those people that was doing that. Uh, he wrote a he wrote a book. I actually read that it was like the uh, Mamba mentality was kind of like a retrospective of his career and some of the things that he's done and the uh, his Mamba mentality idealisms, which are legitimately, like he's, he's legit crazy, like he's a crazy person. Some of his ideas and the way he thinks and the way he does things and the way he goes about um, motivating himself and being excellent are crazy. You know, like any, any normal person would look at that and read this and be like, yeah, this guy's a crazy person. But you would say the same things about like Michael Jordan or Kanye West or like I, I watched the, the Steve Jobs movie the other day on Netflix. That dude is crazy, too. But Beyonce's probably got that same. Like I watched her Netflix thing and she was talking about her diet and how crazy that was. And you look at all those things and it all leads to why they are excellent in their own ways is, you know, name one genius that ain't crazy and all the ones I can think of are crazy in some sort of way. And you know, he, 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 he did a book. He had another, he was writing like a kid's book that was a mix between like basketball and like Harry Potter. Uh, he was in, he won an Oscar for a a documentary on basketball. He had his ESPN plus, uh, show where he like breaks down certain players and their games and, and he was doing a lot of things and i like i i uh was googling some things about him before for this and i came across an article that was it was posted in like 20 2017 and he was basically saying like you know if in 20 years my biggest accomplishment is basketball then i've failed essentially and it's it's the same uh it's a playoff of the uh, muhammad ali quote where he said you know if in 30 years you haven't grown then you've wasted 30 years and i feel like kobe bryant was on the way to like accomplishing a lot more and being known for more than just basketball and man for him to just like be gone man it's just like it it doesn't it doesn't feel right, especially, you know, in the middle of the basketball season and like just seeing some of these players out there playing and
0: yeah, that's it's like, I exactly. a lot of the pitchers. They're clearly visibly upset and, and shook and they're still, you know, got to go out here and perform and, you know, you know, get this money. But I feel like the, the league maybe should have uh, knowing the impact that he's had on all these young players. Cause there's a lot of people, like I said, this was, our generation is Michael Jordan. So they looked at him as, you know, that type of a figure for the for the NBA to, and, and I get it. You can't just say, hey, guys, you know, some people flew out here and to see these That's games. This, this is the only game they might see for the year. You know, we can't just cancel it. But I mean, I don't know, man. It's a, it's a tough draw. He was in the league like three years ago.
1: You know, like he wasn't in the league that, like he hasn't been out of the league for like, this isn't like if Bill Russell passes away. Like, Bill Russell has not yeah. for a very long time. Kobe Bryant was just in the league. It seems like yesterday now, thinking about it. Like.
2: like, there are players that were on the floor tonight that had, like, very personal relationships with Kobe. Like, a whole crop of players who, like, this is their first year, their second year, third year playing in the league who, like, modeled their game after Kobe. Devin Booker, Trey Young, who was Gigi's favorite player, Luca, um... Uh, Bradley Bill could be seen, Tyson Chandler, who's not a younger player, but had a relationship with Kobe. Um, so it's just kind of, I don't know. I feel like, like you said, the NBA can't, I mean, they could, but they, yeah,
0: they could, but yeah.
2: It's to cancel a game, like you said, when there are fans that have come out, like this in small market games, places where you don't get to see or people who you don't get access to an NBA game. I understand that. I wish there was more uh, courtesy done on the media's part. Where maybe players are don't have to make that. I've always thought it was weird to ask a player about a tragedy right after. Like, Kawhi Leonard doesn't want to talk about his personal relationship with Kobe after he's had a full game and now he has to go sit in this reality. Like, um, yeah, nobody should have to talk about that. They canceled some pregame av- availability for a lot of these guys, but I feel like postgame av- availability should have been uh, canceled. Talk to your media guys. You don't need close-ups of Tyson Chandler crying on the bench or Austin Rivers crying during pregame. Like, you don't need that type of stuff. For a league that is supposed to be priding themselves on mental health um, and taking care of their players, they kind of – they, I won't even say kind of. They really dropped the ball um, with this
1: one. Yeah, I saw there was, a, there was, like, a video online when, like, LeBron was landing. Like, he, like the Lakers were landing in L.A. And there's – they're, like – they're all standing on the on the tar mat like crying, and there's someone just like recording it from inside the uh, the airport. And it's just like I don't need I don't need to see that. Like LeBron and those other players on the Lakers have a real relationship with Kobe Bryant. Like it's 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 more real than like what we as fans of him have. Not saying he didn't impact our lives as well, but like LeBron has that man's number. You know what I'm saying? Like, they probably hung out before. They've been to each other's houses. Like
2: I'm sure they had a conversation within the last 12, 15 hours because it was just yesterday where Kobe said, hey, this guy has done something amazing. He's passed me for number three. Like, I'm happy to be passing the torch on to LeBron. So, these people have had, like, actual conversations with Kobe as recently as yesterday.
1: Exactly. Like, this is... I understand in this day and age, like content is everything and, you know, getting likes and getting views and, and retweets and, and all that stuff. But I feel like there's just certain things like you just, certain things we just don't need to see. Like, I don't need to, I don't, I don't want to see LeBron crying about this. I don't want, I don't want to hear from Kawhi Leonard right after the game or right before the game, like talking about Kobe Bryant. Like, cause for some people that might be the first time they've heard of it. And now, the first time they get to talk about it is on camera in front of America. Like
2: this is today, especially was was um, I think it should have been an eye opener to everyone about how like the media handles things like this, whether it be death, whether it be natural disaster or just tragedy in general, the way that the media kind of rushes to get the story out. Um, I think it was the sheriff in LA in Calabasas who was saying like TMZ reported this, Before anybody can notify his family. So imagine you're Kobe's oldest daughter scrolling through Instagram or you're scrolling through Twitter and now you've learned about the passing of two very important members of your family and three other member people that could have been very close to your family as well. And so you're scrambling to figure out if this information is correct because you haven't been notified. And so then there, there are people who are adding Rick Fox to this. And Rick Fox's family has to come on and say, hey, no, he's very alive and well. Let's focus on the people who actually did lose someone. It's, it became a rat race. Amari Stademeyer, who plays in the Israeli league, he, let, he the game ended, and immediately someone asked him. And that was the first time he had heard of it. Same thing with uh, Tiger. He's playing. People are saying do it for mom, but he's like, I don't understand why people are saying this to me. I get back to my caddy, he tells me. Oh, Kobe just passed. There's gotta be some type of humanity in journalism. I know there's a, like you said, ch- content is king, clicks is king, clicks are king to where you need people interacting with you as quickly as possible, but there's gotta be a humanity to this.
0: We're,
1: we're, we're too connected.
0: Yeah, that we kind of jumped a shark on that one, but just to just to kind of kind of stick to the uh you know the social media thing, like <clears throat> it's and like I said, after that, after it kind of saw it happen, I kind of logged off for a little while because it's something like, again, you know, we're we're kind of not of the generation. We're super attached to our phones, but we're we're su- kind of attached to our phones a lot. But it's one of those things like you log on. It's like all oh, you see, like it, it kind of, you know, puts you in a, a weird state of mind, a weird mood. So I kind of removed myself from it. But before I did, I saw some people with some tweets and it's like, all right like this one person said my phone is buzzing my people in real life knew how much of a kobe fan i am like and like who cares like this dude just lost his life and you're taking the time to let people know how much of a kobe fan you are like i don't know just like with the media with social media i don't i don't like when things like this happen and people run to be like oh i was the biggest fan like oh i i've been down since day one like dog like you you and everybody else, like, it's, that's not what this is for, I guess if that makes you feel better, God bless, but to me, it's wild corny, like, even, even, like, we're promoting the podcast, like, I was gonna tweet out, like, hey, we're gonna talk about Kobe Bryant, you know, if you wanna, you know, leave your thoughts, um, you know, at us, or whatever, but I, it, I didn't feel right, you know what I'm saying, like, it felt kinda like you were, like, of course, people use stuff like that for a promo, but it's like, yeah, it's not, it doesn't feel right, man, like, you listen to it you listen to it if not you know it is what it is but i I didn't feel that was right to do that but you know but yeah anybody that's talking reckless about kobe is definitely getting blocked and muted and reported so you know that's that's my sense i've
1: I've had to report like five twitter pages today just for like just classless like heartless things that they're tweeting about him and his and his family and, and about other people's families saying like oh i wish it was Someone so that would have died instead of Colby, and it's just like time, like not even time and place. Just like these are real people we're talking about. Like all the people on these on the flight or on the helicopter that pass, Like these are real people, and they have families that are real people, and they might see like you think it's just jokes, and you're just trying to get retweets and go viral with your your crude stuff, and it's just like nah, man, we're not. We're not doing that today. And then like just people with the whole like well old George Zimmerman still walking around free, like niggas, shut up, bro. Like, we get it. Like, you feel that strongly about it, you go do something about it, man. I'm tired of seeing that, dude. I'm tired of seeing his name on the timeline every time a black person dies. Like, just move on. That's like, geez, man.
2: I've blocked more than a few accounts as well from a particular demographic of people that I won't discuss, but some very very nasty tweets. I mean, and there are things that are part of his legacy that, you know, eventually deserve their own conversation, but I don't think now was the time. Um, I do appreciate there's a, a publication I follow, Affinity Magazine, who was like, hey, this is this is something that you don't just get to skip over and continue for the rest of your day. So we're suspending all of our Grammy coverage. Sure, we could have got a ton of clicks and retweets, but we don't care about that. Someone has lost life, a family has lost two members. There's another family that's lost three members of their family in one go. So we would just rather leave it today as paying respects to him and we'll see you guys, you know, whenever we decide to log back on. Um, but yeah, the weird I got to get a retweet because I'm going to say some outlandish shit is, I don't know. It's always been odd, not even just cause it's Kobe, but just cause like, why does it, why is attention so important to you at this particular time?
0: Yeah, that was actually kind of one of the topics that, you know, a uh, shout out to Adolphus Savage. He, he, he didn't want to come on because he was still kind of emotional about the whole situation, but that was kind of one of the things we talked about was like the whole social media attention thing. It's just, it's, and I, I'm talking about this talk about this a lot. Cause I'm on Twitter quite a bit, but it's just, it's it's just really sad. Like Twitter is kind of devolved into like a game. Like, hey, let's see who can get the most followers, so I can get these retweets, so I get these these reactions, and get these and what's endorphins or whatever, just to make myself feel good. I and mean, that's that's a very sad way to live your life, especially when it comes um, at the detriment of you know people that actually lose people or are hurt or you know in unfortunate situations so um like i've said i would i would i'm one of the people that would pay for twitter if they made it like and again you can still have jokes but like like you said there is a time and a place but i would pay for twitter if it was more like hey if you say some wild shit or post some wild shit you're out of here like make it so that there's something to lose so that the conversation turns away from just kind of memes and trolling and stuff like that because Again, like days like today, it's just like, come on, man, just log off, man. Like you, you can get without the retweets for one day, or or can you? You know what I'm
2: saying? Yeah, it's a it's a strange thing, um, super strange. Some that a topic so heavy still doesn't make you stop and think, like, oh, there are people that actually read these tweets, and I'm not just and it, it, I don't know. It's just it's always been weird to me. Um, to tag people in tweets, like uh, celebrities in tweets, when you're saying extremely hurtful things, or just for your knee-jerk reaction to be like, ah, let me say these words, and it's just like, what do you, what did you gain from that? Like, what, what was this for? You, what is this for? You took the the Rock Nation brunch over the seventy k. What are you doing?
0: <laughs> that was that was another another topic on, on the docket but obviously got moved but i mean i guess we can try to lighten it up a bit like i guess what what are what are y'all some of y'all's favorite i guess Kobe moments i guess or just things you <clears throat> remember or like his legacy that kind of stood out um i i'm going to hijack and go first cuz um you know i'm the, the lead so that's what i do but it's not even really sports related. Um, it's it's more, uh, I guess, brand related with the whole uh, Kobe system commercial with uh, Kanye West. That that is uh, one of the all time greats to me because I am a uh, a huge Kanye West fan, and you know he's probably real shook because I'm pretty sure for like one of his birthdays, I think Kim Kardashian like took him to the Staples Center and let him shoot around or something like that. He was a huge Kobe fan, so th- that that right there, the intersection of like apparently one of my favorite players and one of my favorite musicians like intersecting and coming together that was kind of really cool to see um Kanye West actually three I think three years ago he when Kobe retired he uh took his uh shirt from his Pablo tour and he flipped it because it said I feel like Pablo he made shirts to say I feel like Kobe so he was a huge fan I purchased two of those shirts um but yeah I think that was probably one of my non-sports related Kobe moments, but I mean, sports is just uh, probably the Kobe face in recent history. Like that, that face, that, that gnashing of the teeth, like that, like you said, that man, that man was crazy, man. Like he was about that life, but it's like Kobe, Kobe was just that dude, man. Like it's, it's it's craziness. But, uh, that that's my, uh, my, my memory for Kobe Bryant along with the, of course, the great things he's done on the court.
2: Um, dang, I would say there was a moment and I'm not exactly sure when, but there was a moment when someone was trash talking him on the sidelines and he never even spoke. He just started counting off championships and just held up five. Like, I mean, let's, let's be honest about the accomplishments. I think post career, um, him with Gigi's team and he was like the fourth place quote unquote winners and he kind of, it was a pretty hilarious moment on Twitter when you talked about the little girl that chose the dance recital over, <laughs> over coming to the game and that they were fourth place. Or even when like he's like, we lost to this team 22 to 21 last year. And I think the score was like 115 to 24 or something like that. Um, Dear basketball uh, is something that I watched more than a few times. And uh, I mean, even though he stole a championship for my team in 2010, it wasn't it's not like I could sit there and be like, oh, I hate Kobe. He's the worst player ever. It's like, we lost to, to Kobe. It hurts, but, like, it's Kobe. He's he's amazing. So,
1: Yeah, I mean, Kobe has had, like, a lot of, uh, like, historic moments on the court. You can go from, like, his 81-point game against Toronto, his – he had like 63 points in three quarters against the Dallas um tearing his achilles and still knocking down two free throws uh, his last game he put up 60 points um the first and last uh points that he had to like to begin and end his career were both free throws um but i for me i would say my favorite moment of Kobe bryant's career and i i I said it before, like, maybe three episodes ago, I guess, like, three weeks ago when we were talking about him. There, it was uh, him, the Lakers were playing the Bulls, and, you know, it came down to the last second the Lakers were down by, I think, two or three points. and Or oh, they were down by two. And uh, Kobe Bryant got the ball, and, and I, I tweeted out the picture earlier, but it's him, you know, rising up to shoot – a game a potential game winning shot and there's literally four Chicago Bulls players guarding him. Like they're not just in the area, but they're literally like guarding him. They're in his space, all with their hands up around him. And he's still just like, no, I'm shooting this ball. Like and that's that's kind of for me where that like Mamba mentality comes from where it's like, you know what, I'm not I'm not afraid to go and shoot the shot. Like I don't care how many shots I've missed today. I don't care how many shots I've made. I don't care who's open. I don't care what the right play is. I don't care about any of this. Like, I've prepared my entire life for this moment, and I'm going to make it. Whether he does or doesn't, doesn't matter at that point. But in his mind, he's like, I'm going to hit this shot. And I'm I'm the one who has prepared the most, and he has. Like, and that's the thing with Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant wasn't one of those players who's just like, well, I take the last shot because I'm the best player and i haven't really you know done anything to prove that or prepare for these moments so but i should get the shot anyway he's one of those players where it's like he has practiced those shots for hours you know he's thought about those moments for days and hours like those are it's not a it's just not a thing where you have to physically do it you have to physically think about it too it's a mental game and he was about that life and he was about doing those things and you know just yeah, that, that's my, my favorite uh encore uh moment from uh Kobe Bryant's, you know, obviously Hall of Fame career.
0: Yeah, the, the book that I was talking about was Relentless From Good to Great, From Great to Unstoppable by Tim S. Grover. Oh yeah, I read that. Yeah, it's a it's a great book. Like it, it really gives an insight on the type of animals that Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant were because the, the guy he trained both of those so i mean it's it's kind of ironic to train two guys that you know almost were carbon copies of each other basketball wise so and it's crazy cuz like again I was just searching my tweets on Kobe and just i believe last week yeah on the 13th there was a uh, <clears throat> there's a little picture that went out that said your birth month has to make two straight free throws f- to save your life and my birth month is April and it happened to be Kobe Bryant. And I posted Kobe gave me buckets with the with broke fingers, torn Achilles, Eyes Closed, Shoot we Good, Laker Nation Kobe system. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 crazy, man. Like just doesn't make any sense. So but I mean everything happens for a reason. Hopefully, uh you know, this this can bring up some positivity somewhere, somehow. But I know for a lot of fans, like shout out to KJ. Who's a a frequent of the committee podcasts? I'm sure he's devastated this news. He's also a Lakers fan. Also, he he allowed me to join. He was my into the Laker Nation. You know, I had to put in a uh, you know a request to, to join the nation, and he uh, he accepted it. So shout out to him. Shout out my homeboy Jay Free. I called him earlier. because He's a huge Laker and Kobe fan. Like like we used to play ball together a little bit. And this dude's like 6'4". and obviously most times he was the tallest person on the court. I'm like, yo, dog. You can get your big ass in the post, but you know, he want to shoot. You know what I'm saying? Because that Kobe shit, he just want to shoot, shoot jumpers. I'm like, bro, all right, man. But you know, I had to check on him. He's good. He said he's getting drunk today, so you know, I respect that. But yeah, it's just, uh, it's just crazy, man. I think, crazy. I think it's also wild
1: that, like, uh, I guess it was like a week or two ago, the, uh, the video of him and his his daughter
0: yeah it's like a it was huge meme yeah like, it, was like you know, kind
1: of, it. it was like blowing up and that's like that's something that you like would kill for as a parent to have a moment with your kid like enjoying something that you both are passionate about and you both love like Kobe bryant obviously loves basketball and his daughter was following in his footsteps and to be able to to have those moments that's that's something that you cherish forever. Like I, like, I hope to have that with my kids at some point where we can bond over something that we both love and both, like, are passionate about. And it's like that just happened, like, two weeks ago. And, yeah. like, they're both gone.
2: I remember it wasn't too long ago where he was saying uh, – I think he said that was his first Laker game in a while. Um, I think maybe he said since his jersey retirement, but I know he said – in a while, and he was uh, finally being able to see basketball or enjoy basketball through Gianna's eyes. She was so excited about basketball and just kind of learning whatever she could about it. Um, and so he was starting to watch a lot of the younger players, the Traeons, the Lucas, uh, the Luka Donichs, um, Devin Booker even. Um, and so just kind of hearing how close it, they had bonded basketball even uh he was talking about when Kyrie and the Cavaliers when they came back from that 3-1 deficit it was him and Gianna watching basketball and Kyrie was the first was he was the first person that Kyrie called afterwards and they were on FaceTime and kind of talking um Kyrie who took the day off I applaud him for if the NBA wasn't gonna give it to him he was gonna take his own day off because he was close with Kobe um so yeah just seeing even when he said, like, I don't have anything physically left to give to the game, but I think he still had, like, a lot of wisdom, um, a lot of wisdom left to give, and he was giving it. He was well on his way to giving it and just kind of leaving the game physically but still being around it uh, mentally. Uh, he's definitely going to be missed.
0: Definitely. So, Um Yeah, again, just a sad day in sports. Uh, I mean, I think, you know, this is a, and I don't even sound, it's not even like trying to be like a super hot take, but you know, certain people take this away. But like this, this is, this is some, some kids 9-11 or some kids JFK or some kids, I don't know, whatever major event in their life that they're never going to forget where they were when it happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, people are like, oh, you know, it's just a basketball player. It's not that important. But, I mean, people hold things different. You know what I'm saying? Not not everything's the same. So, I mean, if you're listening to this, <clears throat> if you have some, some jokes loaded up in the queue, man, just leave them there, man. Like, just, you know, just let people, you know, mourn, heal how they want to. And again... It sounds crazy. And and I've said this before. It's like, hey, you know, we don't know these people. They're not real people. They're not, you know, y'all need to start freaking out over celebrities. But I think it's different when, again, you watch this person kind of mature and grow up as a player and then seeing him after basketball and just the potential of what he could be. It's it's one of those things that, you know, kind of hits a little bit different to folks. So just, you know, be respectful or, you know, catch the block button. But uh, that's that's really all I got. I mean, unless you got some more closing words or anything else I want to say on the subject.
1: Uh, I another thing that I I do appreciate about um uh Kobe is just like when he when he retired, like he was he's like done with basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't a thing where he was like. You know i want to maybe come back or i'm on the fence or you know he's kind of kind of like what like what brett Favre had when when he uh, uh retired the first time it was a thing where it was just like you know he wanted to come back like that was that was pretty much all he had like with with there's certain players that when they leave the sport or leave the game they leave it and they move on and they do other things in life and Explore new avenues like Kobe Bryant was one of those players uh, Chris Bosch is another one of those and he had it I mean, He, he kind of had it worse like he was forced to retire. He was still in his prime, but He lost basketball, but he was able to find uh, You know inspiration in other fields and to do other things And it wasn't always about well I need to come back and and do the basketball thing the same with, like Dwayne Wade. He kind of seems to have found other things that he wants to do and i feel like uh you know going to football like andrew luck is kind of that same type of player like i don't see him coming back like i feel like he's going to find other things and be interested in other things in life outside of football and and that's something that i guess we as just a society need to never forget when it comes to like our professions and what we do and you know how we earn money it's like you know Those are that that, that's your job, you know. You know, do the best you can. But, you know, make sure you have something outside of that. Make sure that you have your own personal interests and own personal things that you want to do. Because like like we've been saying earlier, you know, like these players still had to play the game, even though a lot of them probably didn't want to. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter, like the job will go on with or without you. Like the the face the literal face of the most popular NBA franchise in that league passes away and the NBA ball just keeps on going it doesn't stop if it's if it's not going to stop for Kobe Bryant it's not stopping for anybody so if you if you need to take a day off you know what I'm saying like if you need to take some time off for anything not even just this this Kobe Bryant uh, situation just anything in your life do it because whoever you work for, if you're there or not, that corporate machine is gonna keep rolling. So if you got to take time off, take that time off. If you need a day off, take that day off. If you want to take your kids out, take them out of school, do something, do it because those are the moments that mean something like you clocking in every day. yeah, that, I mean that's it, it keeps the lights on, it keeps food on the table. but the moments that you have with your family, with your kids, with your friends, with yourself, those are the those are the moments that matter the most. So if you if you can, take advantage of those things, man. Find something that you love to do, that you don't have to clock in to do, that you just love doing.
2: Um, I think I would just say to everyone that is mourning, whether you actively rooted against Kobe or whole. His whole career and but still respect to him or if you were an avid day one fan, as soon as he, you know, was drafted in 96 to the moment he left three years ago um, to today. Uh, just know that you got a whole bunch of people in your corner to the Bryant family and maybe even the families of just everyone on the helicopter. Um, deepest condolences, uh, prayers up for you, especially to Lamar Odom. Who seems to be taking the news pretty difficultly? Um, prayers for that man, for Kyrie, who took a day off, as to Marcus's point, and prioritized his mental health and the passing of a friend. Shout out to him, um, and just like I said, to anybody who's mourning, whether you you know take a take a couple days of silence or you go to all those kids who are on 2K with their in um, my part with the Kobe jerseys on. Shout out to you to everyone who's probably at the Staples Center. Uh, with flowers and just kind of spending time with other fans shout out to y'all and uh yeah it's great to have had kobe and been able to watch kobe for as long as we did um so yeah
0: yeah i didn't realize that the uh grammys is actually at the staples centers and officials are trying attempting to tell lakers fans to not gather there because of the grammys and they're like, all right, man. Good luck.
2: <laughs> and, nah, whatever. Nobody wants to see, like, yeah. no respect to common, but he's standing up here in this teal suit, and it's like, this isn't important anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, again, we appreciate y'all listening. Uh, again, just uh, hit us up. Let us know your favorite Kobe moments. Uh, this committee podcast. We out. Peace.
2: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Ryan McLaughlin from Don't Call This a Podcast, here to thank you for rocking with TheKidsWearCrowns.com and our podcast collective. If you're liking what you hear, do us a favor and check out the website, TheKidsWearCrowns.com. We've got a plethora of content for you. Articles, TV and movie reviews, playlists, and a collective of podcasts, which includes Don't Call This a Podcast, Sturdy Show Presents The Barbershop Podcast, Two Dope Smarks, The Committee Podcast, Pretty Petty Politics, and We Bringing Love Back. We've also got a brand new webcast called Politics As Usual, hosted by Ron and AJ. So be sure to go to thekidswearcrowns.com, subscribe if you like what you see, and follow us on Twitter, at thekwcblog.